Are you having red flags when you listen to your pastor's sermons on Sundays, or maybe some question marks when you're discussing certain biblical passages in your small group? Well, here are five danger signs to look for if you think your church might be becoming progressive. Number one, there's a lowered view of the Bible. One of the main differences between progressive Christianity and historic Christianity is its view of the Bible. So historically, Christians have viewed the Bible to be God's inspired and authoritative word. But progressive Christianity generally abandons these terms, emphasizing personal belief over biblical mandate. So comments you might hear that allude to this point, you might hear someone say, the Bible is a profoundly human book. You might hear someone say, I disagree with the Apostle Paul on that issue, or the Bible condones immorality, so we have to reject the verses that we think are teaching wrong things. You might hear someone say the Bible contains the Word of God. Number two, feelings are emphasized over facts. So in progressive churches, personal conscience, experiences, preferences, and opinions tend to be valued above objective truth. So as the Bible ceases to be viewed as God's definitive word, what a person feels to be true or believes to be true becomes the definitive authority for their faith and practice. Comments you might hear that allude to this, you might hear someone say, well, that Bible verse doesn't really resonate with me. Or you might hear someone say, I thought homosexuality was a sin until I made some gay friends. You might hear someone say, I could never believe in a God who would send anyone to hell. Number three, essential Christian doctrines are open for reinterpretation. Progressive author John Pavlovitz defined progressive Christianity this way. He said, tradition, dogma, and doctrine are all fair game because all pass through the hands of flawed humanity. Progressive Christians are often open to redefining and reinterpreting the Bible on hot-button moral issues like abortion and homosexuality, but also core essential doctrines of Christianity like the virgin birth and the physical resurrection of Jesus. So essentially, the only sacred cow in progressive Christianity is no sacred cows. So comments you might hear that allude to this point, the resurrection of Jesus doesn't have to be a historical fact to teach us an important lesson. You might hear someone say the church's historic position on sexuality is outdated and needs to be reframed for a postmodern context. You might hear someone say the idea of a literal hell is offensive and needs to be reinterpreted. Number four, historic terms are redefined. There are some progressive Christians who say they affirm doctrines like biblical authority and inerrancy and inspiration, but they have to do linguistic gymnastics to make these terms mean what they want them to mean. I remember asking a progressive pastor one time, do you believe in divine inspiration? And he confidently answered, yes. But I mistakenly assumed that we both meant the same thing when we used the same term. But a few months later, he clarified what he meant, and that's that he believes the Bible is inspired in the same way that a good sermon is inspired, or a Christian song, or book. But this, of course, is not how Christians have historically understood the doctrine of divine inspiration. Another word that tends to get a progressive makeover is the word love. When we pluck the word love out of its biblical context, it becomes a catch-all term for everything non-confrontive, uh, everything pleasant, and everything affirming. Comments you might hear that allude to this point, you might hear someone say, God would never punish sinners. He is love. You might hear someone say, sure, the Bible is authoritative, but we've just misunderstood it for 2,000 years. 
Or maybe you might hear someone say, it's not our job to talk to anyone about sin. It's our job to just love them. The heart of the gospel message shifts from sin and redemption to social justice. So there's no doubt that the Bible commands us to take care of the unfortunate and defend those who are oppressed. This is a very real and profoundly important part of what it means to live out our Christian faith. But the core message of Christianity, the gospel, is that Jesus died for our sins, was buried and resurrected and reconciled us to God. This is the message that will truly bring freedom to the oppressed. Many progressive Christians today find the concept of God willing his son to die on the cross to be embarrassing or even appalling. Sometimes this is referred to as cosmic child abuse. The idea of blood atonement is de-emphasized or denied altogether with social justice and good works enthroned in its place. Comments you might hear that allude to this point. You might hear someone say, it's not sin but shame that separates us from God. We were made in his image and he called us good. You might hear someone say, God didn't actually require a sacrifice for our sins. The first Christians just simply picked up on the pagan practices of animal sacrifice and interpreted the Jesus story through that lens. You might hear someone say, we don't really need to preach the gospel. We just need to show love by bringing justice to the oppressed and provision to the needy. Identifying the signs is not always obvious. Sometimes they're subtle and mixed with a lot of truth. Progressive Christianity can be incredibly persuasive and enticing, but carried out to its logical end, it is an assault on the foundational framework of Christianity, leaving it disarmed of its saving power. But we shouldn't be surprised to find some of these ideas infiltrating our churches. Jesus warned us, Watch out for false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves in Matthew 7:15. So if you spot any of these five danger signs in your place of worship, it might be time to pray about finding fellowship in a more biblically faithful church community. All right. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Randy, and I'm going to bring on Aaron and Richard. Here we go. What's up, fellas? What's happening, Randy and Richard? How you doing, sir? There right. we go. There we go. So what you guys think of that uh, that video by Alicia Childers? I think it was good. It was very uh, brought up some points that I never even thought about as far as the uh, Half-truths, I guess. Um, you know, uh, oh, it only means so much, you know, to a certain point. As far as, uh, you know, it's love. Oh, we're only called to show love. And then perhaps we won't even hear them say, but it's not, we're not supposed to preach the gospel or we don't have to. Uh, they'll more likely leave that part out and, I guess insinuate that in another way by just not doing it, I guess. Gotcha. What about, okay, Aaron? Um, I, I really agreed with her and, and the points that she made. And, you know, it's, 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 it's funny because the idea of progressive is so, you know, it's so nuanced with, with, you know, movements and, and political things and this and that. But it's like, you know, what's funny is that we still build houses with foundations. I don't care how you build that foundation. You could frame it up any way you want, new, 
colored beams don't matter. You still need a foundation. And, and as much as people don't like the word traditional, the, the traditional foundation that, that true scripture, the true gospel provides us in our lives, in our politics, in our world is so fundamental. But yet we're trying to kind of build houses on sand, we might say. Rather than rather than the rock of, of real truth, so I completely agree with what she said, and, and this is a good topic because as I studied it, it was kind of like, whoa, this is scary, man. Like she said, it, it is a very sly, smooth talking, new marketed type thing that is really catching people, and scripture is being proven true again. Even the elect would be deceived, you know. So I, I thank you for sharing that. I, I haven't seen that video, but I I, I like that one. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, I know, I don't, I don't know Alyssa. I mean, I, I'm not going to say, oh, I know her, but I, I watch her a lot, uh, her and Mike Winger. Um, and, and it's, you know, a lot of people have done like a lot of videos, like my buddy Polite Leader, Alan from Polite Leader, he's done a video on Progressive and Richard Rohr and all these guys that are, are pushing the progressive movement, the woke, the woke church uh, movement, you know what I mean? And, it, and it's like, it's it's destroying the reality of sola scriptura, you know what I mean? It, and and if 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 scripture is the ultimate authority of God's of of, of of the word of God, then why are you trying to redefine the word love or redefining, you know, um, that it's okay to be a homosexual or a transgender or stuff like that? I'm gonna say it. I know I'm probably going to get a lot of crap for for my liberal friends, but you know, um, but it's like, you know, we can't redefine scripture, you know what I mean? Or or it needs to be reinterpreted. Like, I had a buddy of mine says, "Well, the Constitution of the United States of America needs to be rewritten, especially the Second Amendment." I'm like, "What?" I found this on the web. Hey, hey, be quiet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of blood in already, Siri. Yeah, I mean. Um, and and I'm like, no, it doesn't. I go look, and, and I you know I had to, I had to tell him I'm like, look, because big government has guns, and if we don't have guns, what's going to happen? They're going to come in and sweep, and they're going to come in and they're going to take control. But because of the Second Amendment, they can't do that. Because you know what I mean? Uh, there was a rap song that 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 uh, Richard turned me on to. Uh, this was a couple months ago. And it says in one of the things is, you know, if you think that they can't rip the Constitution from us, don't be disillusioned. Because that's exactly what they're trying to do. And they're using the church, the woke, the, the progressive church to do it because they're redefining everything. You know, it's, it's funny because I'm, I'm someone who, you know, I'll, I'll tell people, you know, that that preacher, Tom McDonald, people are like, who? I'm like, yeah, that preacher, Tom McDonald, that guy who sings political rap. That, that no Christian would ever look at and think like this guy could say a damn thing that's positive or worthwhile listening to. But yet God is using the, the, the gutter rats, the, the, the social rejects to do what Christians won't do. And that's stand up and say the truth. Yeah. It doesn't have, you know, they don't always have to preach gospel, but the gospel is the truth. And the truth is the gospel. And in a sense, you know, and I'm not using that vaguely generally, but it's saying like, Hey, where you, where the truth is, where truth is spoken, the gospel is very close on the heels of that to, to having a discussion and, be, and begin, beginning to be able to actually talk about what is real truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny because 
that the Lord is using these people to shame the so-called Christians who won't stand up and actually state the truth. The truth is you cannot do foundational work without jacking up the house. You know what I mean? Period. Yeah. And, and people are trying to do foundational restructuring when it's like, dude, what are you doing? You can't do that without jacking up the house or moving something and, and disconnecting that framework from the foundation itself, which I've done that stuff before. We had to jack up the entire house off of its foundation. And what they don't realize is they're trying to do that foundational work and restructuring without realizing you're jacking up the house. You're removing it from its foundation, and that is not safe. You get a lot of problems, and then you have to go back through that house and start reworking and re redoing things because so much has moved. And that's what's happening right now without people really thinking about it. And the saddest part is, is these people are claiming to be cre preachers and, and exemplars or called of God while they do this stuff. And I, I would like to say that progressive churchism does not just solely stay within those who are, who are claiming to be progressive. A lot of the charismatic movement is actually moving that direction. And they're accepting things, practicing things. And it's like, dude, are we reading the same book? Because he specifically says, don't do that unless this happens. Or right. keep your mouth shut or don't do that. And, and I'm not trying to say like, no, women should serve. That's not what I'm talking about. But the way that we actually idolize gifts and do certain things and focus heavily on social justice or progressive politics and other things where it's like, no, I don't have to accept the gay and lesbian uh, and transgender movement to love somebody that's completely different yeah you know i mean if, if you're so solid on your identity then why do i have to affirm you you ain't got to tell a mexican or a black they're black or brown or, or white you don't have to tell them that you don't have to affirm it they know it you know what i mean so it's just it's it's really moving in a way and, and uh, i just got done taking some courses about you know uh, the history of, the, of christianity and it's funny how what we're doing right now is literally the definition of how Roman religion was practiced. It didn't matter what you believed. It just mattered what you did. Well, that becomes moralism. And now I can actually control and, and by being a good person and all these other like false ideas, you know, I can actually now feel good about myself. So this is really kind of uh, what are those like Tony Robinson or who these, you know what I mean? Like these people who do this feel good stuff when it's yeah. like, bro, I, I didn't come here for this. I came for the reality check and most people can't handle the reality check. We just, we just need our, our pat me on the butt award, you know? Well, you know, it, 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 it's like this, man. I mean, if, if you look at the moral compass of this country right now, there isn't, you know what I mean? There, there isn't a moral compass. You take God out of state and school and this is what you get. You know what I mean? Um, you know, every, everybody knows that I'm a, I'm political. Everybody knows my stance and my views on, on a lot of things. And, and I don't, I don't hide it. You know, I, I had a guy at work, uh, this one guy was wearing a Trump hat and I said, Hey man, I like your hat. And the, and, and, and this guy's was like, he looked at me and goes, Oh, you're a Trump supporter. And I said, yep. And he's like, I'm not, I go, that's okay. We can agree to disagree. You know what I mean? And, and I did, that's all I said to him. You know what I mean? And, uh, um, what, what's coming down to is, is, if 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 we think this woke movement, this progressive movement, um, is projecting the socialism that's coming in, it is in a big way. Social justice is good when we're doing it properly, right? I mean, I mean, what I mean by social uh, justice is when we're taking care of the needy, when we're taking care of the widows, when we're taking care of the homeless, not. 
reparations of giving money to somebody else just because of the color of their skin. Right? No. No. And 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 not allowing you know, the, the Bible calls homosexuality an abomination, right? Um, that's something God hates. Everybody says, well, God doesn't hate. Oh, really? Explain that. Explain. That must be coming from people who've never had, a, had an animal, a pet, or a kid, or anything else in their life. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, you can love the hell out of them, but you're like, oh my God, you, you just pissed me off right now. <laughs> if I had the force, I'd probably choke you. Force you, right <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, you know what I mean? So it's like, what, what, what does God say about lying? He hates liars. Okay, so if God doesn't hate, that's two things he hates. I mean... Why did, why, 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 I mean, before the Ten Commandments, the Jews, not us, because we're Gentiles, the Jews had 600 and, I, I guess, I think 623 things that they had to do every day so they would be right with God. And then Moses went up, brought down the Ten Commandments. That went from 623 to 10. And then when Jesus died on the cross, now what do we have? Two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. The reason why it says love your neighbor as yourself is because we're self-lovers. We want to do the things that make us feel good, despite if it's a sin or not. And we do it daily. And I think that's probably the underpinning you know, of this entire movement, is that it, 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 it shifts responsibility off of ourselves. You know, only oh, just love your neighbor and do this, but then I don't have to take any responsibility for being a dirtbag that I am. You know what I mean? And nobody can claim that they have perfect thoughts, clean hearts, and intentions always. Mm-hmm. That just, it, it's not possible. We're human beings in a world that is so corrupt that you see people buying into it hook, line, and sinker without even having a, a worm on the hook. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just eating it, you know? So I think that that ultimately becomes one of the major underpinnings and, and reason for this movement is that somehow or another we can feel better about ourselves rather than well you shouldn't feel like you're a dirtbag all the time but realize we all have the potential to be dirtbags yeah you know yeah yeah so There's no responsibility which social media helps too right we it don't does. take responsibility for our comments our attitude our hatred you know what i mean and so this movement is going into the church now too where i don't have to take real responsibility for being a sinner i just i just love everybody like give me a break yeah, yeah, and then and then, or, or 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 God, or 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 God's okay. You know, my my brother who, you know, this is an example. My brother who killed twenty people is going. We'll see in him in heaven. Oh, he's not a Christian. He doesn't believe in God. He doesn't believe in Jesus. But we'll see him. Where does that say in the Bible? That that the the universalist uh, belief in universalism, you know, yeah, salvation's for everybody, but that doesn't mean everybody's going to take it. One third of the hosts of heaven looked in the face of God and said, "I'm out." Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, mean? I want to share something on screen here, and and, and this is uh, what progress, progressive Christianity believes. And I got to put on my glasses. It says. Uh, number one, that believe that the following path and teachings of Jesus Christ can lead to awareness and experience of the sacred and oneness and unity of all life. Two, to affirm the teachings of Jesus provided, provide, but 
one of the many ways experience the sacredness and oneness of life and that we can draw from diverse sources of wisdom in our spiritual journey. Okay, when did Christianity become a spiritual journey? Right. Hey, Pastor, can I just uh, butt in? Can I just ask you to pray? It's 120, man. What oh, yeah. discussion you need the spirit over than this? Woo-hoo! Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you for this time, Lord. It's 120, and this is the time that we get to... We get to pray, God, and we just get to come before you and just say thank you for all that you that you do, Lord. And we just uh, lift up, these, I just lift up these men that are on here right now, God, that you just uh, work mightily in their lives, God. Get them to where you want them to be. And the people that are watching and the people that are going to be watching later, God, that and listening to the podcast and stuff like that, Lord, I just ask, Lord, that you just touch their heart, Lord, that... This is a good discussion, Lord, that we have about certain topics that need to be discussed, Lord. We just want to say thank you. And all the 120ers out there, Lord, and and all the uh, brothers and sisters out there, we just lift them up to you right now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. So, uh, yeah, you got to remind me when it's 120, brother. All good, man. Because I'll I'll be jumping all over that. So... um, you know, it says to seek community that is exclusive of all, inclusive of all people, including but not listed to conventional Christians and questioning skeptics, believers and agnostics, women and men, those of all sexual orientation and gender identities, those all classes and abilities. Four, to know the way to behave towards one another is the fullest expression of what we believe. Now, the fullest expression of what we believe. That's, 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 just the, the, that's just part of it, right? Find grace in the search for understanding and believe there is more value in questioning than in absolutes. Six, strive for peace and justice among all people. And seven, Strive to protect and restore the integrity of the earth and commit the path of lifelong learning, compassion, and selfless love. I mean, that's, that sounds all great, right? Feels good. All tingly inside. <laughs> it's that expression. It's, it's, I, mean, I just can't help it, but it's kind of like, man, this is behavioralism. This is psychology. It is. This is politics. This is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-mm. This is like maybe a little drop in there so that it's not completely black. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just, it kind of cracks me up. Sorry, you have to excuse me. I don't have much PC. Uh, I don't, I don't either. Either is Richard. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think one of the things that, you know, they, they have a, the progressive church has a really, really low view. And this is what has been said in all the videos that I've been watching and learning about. They have a low view of scripture. Oh, well, that doesn't res. It's just like what, what Alyssa said. That doesn't resonate with me. Like, I don't like that scripture because that hurts my feelings. Scripture doesn't, you know, go, word of God doesn't care about your feelings. It cares about your eternal soul. You know what I mean? Your feelings are fleeting. Yeah, I would say the gospel is true love, and true love doesn't always feel good. It does what's necessary and what is right. And, and that's where I think we very much so convoluted what love is. You know, yeah. love is not, not an emotional thing. It's not something you do in Hollywood. 
You know what I mean? It's it's a life of value every day, and sometimes that's disagreeing with you. Mm. You know what I mean? I can lift you. I can object to you. I can still value you, and I can encourage you to contribute to your life of value every day. But that does not know where did Jesus said, blessed are the, 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 the peacekeepers. Right? It's the peacemakers. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And peace is something that usually, in truth, comes on the heels of discord, war, diversity, and, and nobody wants to accept the uphill walk or struggle it takes sometimes <coughs> because we become, a, we become a generation of just lazy, half-witted individuals. And because we, we can parrot textbooks, we think we're smart. When it's like, man, you know, you realize that thousands and thousands of years ago, they built stuff that is still standing, and we can't build a single thing with all our technology that in a thousand years will still be standing. Right. It will rot away. It will rust away. It will come, it will come apart. And we're so smart that we can't we we're doing what <laughs> you know what i mean so i don't know I, I i found it very interesting that within this movement of progression of progressive christianity some of the things that i found there was a, a website that uh, uh i mean I, I don't want to hate on anybody but the fact is a fact it's uh bethelbeaverton.org um and they 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 really can announced themselves as a progressive church. I was like, hey, if you're going to stand up there, then I'm going to read your stuff and see what it says. But I found it interesting that it said that we believe in the priesthood of all believers. This belief means that all of us are ministers of the gospel, not just the ordained clergy. As a result, all can be in relationship directly with God through worship, study, prayer, and service of others. And an intermediary between God and the people, a pope, a bishop, or priest is not necessary. It's like, well, I thought you guys loved everybody and accepted everybody. Now, all of a sudden, you're telling everybody and other people what they can't do and what is not supposed to be. I thought it was about what you felt. And so immediately the hypocrisy starts to show. Right. We accept everybody and LGBT and all this other stuff when it's like, well, that's evolutionarily incoherent with what God has actually made. Right? We're, our species will not continue. It will not, you know, keep us around. So it's evolutionarily by science stuff incoherent. Right? Not to mention, biblically, hey, look, it's, it's not acceptable verbatim. These people will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's not a hate thing. The liar won't either. The thief won't either. The murderer won't either. So it's not a personal attack. It's it's a subject that, hey, if you're going to propagandize this, if somebody was out pushing and propagandizing like, hey, murder everybody and lie about everything, I'd be like, dude, hell no. Now I'm going to stand against you the same as I would the gay movement. Another thing that I actually found interesting was that um, – it's kind of a, a lengthy thing here, but it says our ancestor churches merged in 1957. I'm like, how ancestor is that? 1957, you know what I mean? To become the United Church of Christ, a national denomination known for its de dedication to social justice, human rights, and eco-justice. That is the epitome of what progressive defined is. It's actually has to do with education and politics more than anything. So progressive and progression are two different things separated by a fine line of shun, right? But it goes on to say that we see ourselves as the church of firsts, the first mainline church to ordain a woman in 1853, the first church to ordain an openly gay man in 1972, the first church to post bail for an African-American pastor arrested for nonviolent civil rights demonstration, the first church to elect an African-American president of a racially integrated mainline denomination, the first to publish a hymnal that honors in equal measure both male and female images of God. The first to call for marriage equality for the LGBT community. That sounds like a crap load of pride. Ah. And pride comes before the fall. Absolutely. 
right? And and the verse that I, that is brought to my mind is Galatians one eight, and I'll read this in two versions. It says, the Amplified says, "But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to that which we originally preached to you, let him be condemned to destruction." Well, that pride is is definitely the key that's, that's coming there. But the contemporary English version says, I pray that God will punish anyone who preaches anything different from our message to you. It doesn't matter if that person is one of us or an angel from heaven. Those are strong words. You know what I mean? And for this kind of rhetoric, you know, these, going back to what I was saying, these first reveal that our congregation values and nurtures the leadership of women at all levels of church life. No, it doesn't. Because <laughs> that wasn't all focused on women. It was African-American. It was LGBT, you know, LGQTB, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, I mean, an open gay person. We celebrate diversity of cultures, race, religions, and ethnicity. We welcome those who may be handicapped or with special needs. The LG, LBGTQ community is embraced and loved, and their ministries are lifted up as gifts to our church and world. You must be sorry, guys, shitting me. That is ridiculous. Their ministries, these, you know, okay, I'm going to speak frankly. Even if I was a gay person, I would be pissed. They are being pimped, propagandized, and marketed. You can love someone, love someone. I don't really, that's not my you know, place to say what, what cruxes God has put in everyone's life, right? I, I like to drink. I like to smoke. I like to cuss. I like to fight when I was younger, right? I had my own predisposition for stupidity. But to, to embrace these things as ministries that are lifted up as gifts to our church and our world, I don't know how many people realize this, but transgender surgeries were actually created by the Nazis in Holocaust camps. So to people who don't know that, we are literally propagandizing and continuing a Nazi practice that was used on Holocaust camp individuals. Well, I mean, I mean, which is but I mean, and now churches are embracing it. Oh yeah, of course, because and 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 like what we were talking about earlier before we went on, Aaron, it is the charismatic churches are coming, becoming progressive. You know what I mean? I mean they have, they have uh, uh, doctrines of demons in their churches, like Sozo Ministries and healing rooms, and you know, I'm just like, you know, and, and that's all new age. That's all new age propaganda that the, that that Bethel has. You know, and, and, and let's talk about Bethel. Bethel is a progressive church. I mean, they have grave soaking. Grave soaking. Where people go to graves and they lay on the graves and like this and they soak up the other person's grace. Where's that bit? Where does that talk about that biblically? Isn't that just about a coin toss away from All Hallows Eve? Ah, yeah. All Saints Day? Well, I mean, come on, like, let's think about the Roman Catholic Church, no diss on anybody, but the Roman Catholic Church means the Roman Empire never died. It switched to religion. Yep. Because that was more powerful and enduring than a, than a, a, a government is. Well, and, and if you look at the Roman Catholic Church and you, and you go to Rome, they have a big wall. Sorry, they have a they have a they have a 15 foot wall and it's 14 foot thick. OK, and on top of that. They took all the stuff away from the Templars, and now they're hoarding it. And we're talking about ancient stuff back in Jesus' day. You know what I mean? And, and what did the Catholic Church to do to start wars? They used their religious propaganda to get those monks to go out and fight wars for them. And then when they said, no, we ain't doing this no more, you guys can, you know, piss off. 
Oh, now they're heretical. Now let's kill all of them. You know, it's, it's, it's funny because even that group understood it wasn't about what you do; it's about what you believe. So they burned people at the stake, mm-hmm. right? They were they, they declared heretics, and good men, really sound good men, who were trying and, and seeking out, were burned at the stake for no freaking reason at all. Why? Because you didn't believe what was acceptable to believe, right? And and now we've gotten back to this point of now, well, it's okay to just you know you believe whatever you want, just just do what I'm telling you to. I mean. I don't know. It's, 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 I, I, I troll, I troll the, the, the tarot card readers on TikTok, and, and, and I do, I troll them. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, but as I'm scrolling through, do you know how many young girls are on there shaking their butts? And I'm like going, you're 14 years old. If my fourteen-year-old little girl did that, America, man. I mean, China, just, China's TikTok looks nothing like that. Nothing like that. Nothing like that at all. They don't have that crap. It's all about the state. It's all about work and companies and other and really moving people towards that that communist you know community. Mm-hmm. But that's a reflection of America, mm-hmm. period. And and if we took that same sampling and and, a, and put it as a transparency over what is happening within the church and Christianity, it's the same damn thing happening too. We got people jumping around, shaking their, their gifts, you know, and I healed this person and I did this and I did that in the spirit. And I'm like, I'm prophet so-and-so and you're a prophet. I'm like, who gave anybody the right to do all this? Well, you we're know, just assuming, assuming power to ourselves and right to ourselves because we all have the right now. Mm-hmm. To, to be acknowledged for who we are. But also the charismatic and progressive church, which is, pushes the fivefold ministry. You know what I mean? It's the, the office of apostle, the office of prophet or prophetess, or and the office of teacher, the office of pastor, the office, you know what I mean? Well, I'm sorry, but the office of apostleship died when the last apostle died. Okay? So, no, no let's just call it a four- I, I, the only the only real, I don't know if he was even real, so I don't even want to say that he was real, but real prophet that I'm aware of that actually lived, that his prophecies came true was Kim Clement. You know what I mean? And, and he did that all in song. You know what I mean? So uh, whether it was generalized, and, and a lot of this is, was specific. Like Trump being coming president, that guy Rod, whatever is Rod that they got, they got, they they went after uh, that general. They went after. He prophesied. This is back in the eighties. He prophesied about this, right? So, and he died in two thousand sixteen. And I don't even see anybody making prophecies now that are actually coming true. So that that fivefold ministry is a crock of crap. I, I will say it the same way I told a preacher when I was first coming forward with 120 Army. We were trying to do some stuff, and some preacher guy told me, you know, hey, you need you need to come under the the the, the mantle of the fivefold ministry. And I, I remember, without even thinking, I said, that is a usurper's government. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, and I will not bow down to that because that has not been set up by God. It's been set up by individuals who want to call each other prophets and apostles, give each other awards. Just, I mean, go look at what is that? The Nobel Peace Prizes. They're giving it to Obama. They're giving it to all these like half hacks. Like they're just handing out awards to whoever they want. Oh, and Joe you know Biden I mean? will get one. Watch, he'll get one. 
for getting his butt wiped. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Sorry about that one. You know what I mean? But it's Being just the, the fact of the matter. Ever seen. What's that, Richard? Being the biggest puppet America's ever seen. Yeah. And you get awards for it, though. And within the church, we are very good at that. And, and I don't want to jump on a bandwagon of systemic racism or anything like that. But, you know, I would say prejudice, racism, to a degree, has been very much promulgated within Christianity because we hold down we hold down this color because of that. Well, we hold down this sex because of that. Or, you know, we, we don't agree with that denomination because we're better and more righteous and we do this and that. And this progressive movement is, is creating a self-righteous idealism that is very uh, counterproductive. Prideful. to what the gospel really teaches us and that's hey look take on the attitude of christ who made himself a servant but when i'm righteous i ain't nobody's servant i'm just a social justice warrior yeah and it was mostly social justice warriors they're out there doing the blm thing when i'm like um excuse me lady you're overweight you're you're white and you got nothing to do with the black community what are you doing destroying stuff and treating other people like trash or some dude who's running around some big heavy set white dude i'm a native american i'm like bro you are so far from native american it's disgusting what are you talking about everybody's trying to cling on to some identity and people want so badly to be a part of something they're buying into anything now mm. and that's the real problem you know, and, and the gospel doesn't ask us to to buy into everything yeah. it asks us to be true well you know I, and, who we are. exactly and, and our identity should be in christ and christ alone you know what i mean um, and it should be, um, you know, okay, so everybody wants to identify as a Native American, like the Elizabeth Warren or whoever she is, right? Um, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. <laughs> is that what Trump called her? Yeah, Pocahontas. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, or, or, or they want to identify as this. Uh, they want to identify... Well, you know, Richard and I have, have conversations about labels and names and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And, and because it becomes an identity, right? It becomes an identity. It becomes a way of this is who I am. But our identity needs to be in Christ and Christ alone, right? So will you lose your salvation if you go and stick a needle of a heroin in your arm? Probably not. Well, you lose your salvation if you go and murder somebody. No, because your your salvation is eternal. Will you be judged for it? Absolutely. And this is what the progressive Christians don't want to talk about because they don't want to talk about the realities of you're promoting this idealism, which is idolism. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm that person that says, you know, if you don't, if you don't, dis, if you don't have any form of discipline, you're going to have a dog that bolts out your front door, bites other people, craps and peas and chews on everything in your house. There has to be a form of discipline, and people just don't like discipline anymore. Mm -hmm. Period. They don't like being disciplined. They don't like being the Darth Vader who has to hand out discipline at times. But I will tell you, from raising my own kids, they were never beaten. But discipline was a necessary aspect of, hey, look, there's certain limits you don't pass. And one of the things that I noticed is that when my children were disciplined, it was all of a sudden they were just like, Daddy, I love you so much. You know what I mean? And, and oh, thank you. Know, it was almost like they were thanking me for providing that cattle guard or that, that electric well, fence, so to speak, in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now we've got kids who are just trampling on their parents. Their parents are asking them for permission. When it's like, this isn't Disney. 
just because you decide to go do your own thing that I told you not to doesn't mean it's always going to work out good for you. <laughs> well, you know, and, and if, if you want to look at the word of God, you know, Paul goes, all things are lawful, but all things aren't good. All things are lawful for me, but all things aren't helpful. Right? I, I completely agree. I use that metaphor with marijuana a lot of times. People are like, oh, this and that. And I'm like, look, God saw all that he made and it was good problem is is it good for you should you be using it <laughs> right it's a medicinal thing don't be don't be playing with it man and you know and that takes into account the coca plant the, the, the poppy plant all these other things that are put out there that doesn't mean they were meant for your recreational use but but stop giving the devil a foothold and declaring evil which he declared good it's just you're choosing to use it for something evil Isaiah, and so I, we blame him. We blame yeah. doctor. We blame other things rather than take responsibility for. Yeah, no, I shouldn't be using it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's funny as I, Isaiah three. I think no Jeremiah three. Where you know where where they are prophesying that good will be called evil and evil will be called good, and we're seeing right now porn is huge. You you type in in your Google search porn, you're gonna get forty million different websites that have to do with porn. You put up churches, you're getting 10 pages. What does that tell you? You know, uh, Exodus 20, I want to read this. Uh, Verse 12 through uh, 17, it says this. It says, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bar, uh, bear false witness against your, your neighbor. You shall not cover your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife you, or his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. And that's what's happening today. You know what I mean? It, it, it's like, you know, what 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 has become an idol in your life? What are you coveting in your life? You know what I mean? What 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 is and, and we have this all on TV. It's ad after ad after ad. It's Fox News, CNN, it's this, it's that, it's it's constantly barrage of what's in our eyes. When do we sit down and really look at the word of God and go, Okay, it's time to, to get into the nitty gritty. And I think the biggest thing for all this uh, progression in, is because we allow, as a church, because uh, we are already split as it is with so many different denominations, and we've uh, kind of allowed set the tone for there to be, uh, you know, uh, like, okay, just acceptance of, you know, okay, we'll just move the line this a little bit more, this, you know, make it more acceptable. Uh, in little ways in the beginning but you know in the Bible there's 1,050 New Testament commands just in the New Testament alone of how we are supposed to live our life and the progressive church is basically they they are not basically they're just breaking all the rules